Hey, can we get someone up here to fuck me tonight? Okay. Staff. Who's gonna fuck me tonight? Yeah. Saturday night, baby. Oh, yeah. Are we ready or not? Calm down. Wipe up. Come on. Wipe up. Yeah. The Dr. Zeus podcast is now in session. My arms hurt. Yeah, clap for that. I've been using this... um, Thing that I got for uh, what is it? Um, I don't know. It's called the Prodigy Core. You can do like, oh god, I don't want to sound like a dumb jock, and I'm not, you know, but I do like jocks. I'm trying to get back to being one. <laughs> it sounds like it's already begun. The serum has seeped inside me, and without steroids, um, it is just yeah. It's for your core. I could do, you know, um, arm curls with it. I've been trying. It When your body hurts from working out, then you've done it right. Not right, Arnold. I told you to lift, bitch, every fucking day. All right. So good evening. I'm Dr. Zeus. Uh, I have not been in Facebook jail lately, but my friend has. He told me that it taught him something. He's taught me a lot, so I'll listen to him. You know, I don't post this show on Facebook. I have like a group that only a few can join. So if you want to join, just send me a request. The Dr. Zeus podcast. I am available on Google Podcasts iTunes, Spotify, Pocket Podcasts. I'm not on NPR yet, but who knows? My friend said to keep doing it, and I've, I've, you know, we're approaching the year anniversary. So that's nice. It's a little scary, but a little nice. It's like, okay, I've been doing this for a year, and I want to, I want to step it up. I want to step it up. And, you know, one of my friends, who used to be my professor (coughs) I told her (coughs) because I want her to listen her opinion matters to me so much we would talk about all kinds of things British you know and no I'm not good at math and she tried you know I'll never forget I didn't do well in an exam And it was on me because I didn't, you know, I just didn't have it in me to study for math. Math and me are like pickles. I don't like pickles. I take them off my hamburger. (laughs) I remember one time I didn't do well in an exam. And in a very motherly way, she whispers to me, you're grounded. And that's forever stayed with me. Um, And I think about her and, and so I thought, you know, I need to do this in an intellectual Humoristic way You know Although a few minutes ago I sounded like a dumb jock That's not my goal I've met a few, they're nice I've been with a few (laughs) You know I did kind of reach out To someone 
whom I talked about on here, I sent them a text <coughs> weeks ago saying, you know, because they denounced what I said to them and I was being truthful and very, you know, um, wearing my heart on my sleeve. And then they said they are too close to God. What's And I said, what's that got to do with it? Why are you denying what we did? So I text them on, on Valentine's Day and said, it's unfortunate. We can never be each other's Valentine's because you just... You preach the Bible to people. That's not even funny. What you know? Uh, uh, we went on a date maybe once. We weren't together though, and I took him to Red Lobster and I treated. And all he did was complain about the water. He complained about the water. Said, "Well, is it from the tap?" It's like, oh my god. I felt bad for the poor waiter. I told him sorry. And I started to put two and two together Like hmm Maybe this is why a lot of people don't take you out to dinner Because you're an embarrassment in that way Because I'm very polite If something's wrong You know hey I'll say it in a very nice way He said it in a very rude And um What is the word Oh god After I work out it's like Brain where did you go um, a very condescending way I had to search for the word I thought what am I Am I really the age that I am Or am I 92 I don't know um, It does you know I think about Well okay what do I want to do now I want to work on myself For myself To turn myself on Because you know When you do it for others It's kind of like that shit's boring. You can only play Kylie Minogue so much, you know. I should be so lucky, you know. I like her. But some of those songs, I'm like... And I would listen to them because... You know, I was trying to appease them. But I like this new um, device. Maybe I should promote it. It's called the Python by Core Prodigy. It's a resistance band type of thing. I could do curls with it. I'm going to take it with me, too. I'm going to go to my friends and say, look what I bought. You know. Core power. Yeah. I wish I could do it driving. And then it's like, oh, there's the steering wheel. Oh, it's like the thigh master, but for arms. Oh, Suzanne fucking Summers. Oops, I said I said one. It's, uh, you know, there's a swear jar right there. I have to at least get one or two in, in a performance, you know. The audience keeps clapping. I, I I drugged them. They're happy now. Well, I didn't drug them. I just put... I gave some, them some scissor. You know. Cardi B's not here tonight. No. She's at home polishing the Grammy that is not there yet. Because, you know, a lot of people don't realize... The Grammy that you get on stage, that's not the Grammy you take home. They send you a Grammy with your name engraved on it. So basically what you're holding are stunt Grammys. So you have to wait. Then they come they, they come in the mail, FedEx. So yeah, that's that show business is like that. Now the Academy Awards aren't like that. The Academy Awards They engrave them right there. Yeah, where the Grammys are still kind of, you know, like, let's live in the dark ages, Bev. 
Hey, let's engrave the Grammy and send it to them months later. And the Oscars are like, oh, of course we can engrave it. You just won. Yay. You know. <sighs> Backstage, they have like different, you know, in case another one wins. I think, well, that's what I've heard. Because people are always trying to guess who's going to win before the telecast. In the early days, the winners would get printed in the newspaper. And then Pricewaterhouse came in and, you know, almost messed it up. La La Land. Thanks, Faye Dunaway. Actually, the winner is Moonlight. Yeah. Talk about a crazy moment. I felt bad for Warren Beatty. I did not feel bad for Faye Dunaway because that facelift... That it should feel bad for itself. You know what I mean? I was noticing... I was watching The Favorite the other day. I've watched clips of it since I broke it in, you know? I broke the hymen of The the Favorite, yeah. And I haven't done that in a while. You know, I thought, where does this remind me? Oh, yeah. Annie Lennox's music video for No More I Love You's. Because that is a disturbing video. I mean, well, Annie Lennox is a very un- interesting person. Her look, her sound, I love her sound. I love that her look still kind of makes people go, what? And supposedly, during the affair of the century, the last part of the 20th century, an affair to not remember. Bill Clinton gave Monica as a gift Annie Lennox's Medusa. Not Diva, but Medusa. And you know, No More I Love You. She listened to it. Oh, Bill Clinton, No More I Love You. And then he gave her a set. I'm just reading what I remember. He gave her a Sarah McLaughlin CD, which even Sarah McLaughlin was stunned by. And they asked, I don't know if this was a joke that I read somewhere. They asked Monica, what is your favorite track on Sarah McLaughlin's surfacing? And she said, you do what you have to do. Yeah, that is, I'm serious. I'm not kidding. Let's take a look at those lyrics, shall we? Yeah. Do what, I mean, she could have said Adia, you know. Um... Or building a mystery. Okay, I you know it is a good song. It is a good song. I love Sarah McLaughlin. Okay. Oh, this this sounds autobiographical. What ravages a spirit to conjure this temperature rage? Created you a monster broken by the rules of love. See if I sing it, I'll get a copyright violation. And fate has led you through it. You do what you have to do. And fate has led you through it. You do what you have to do. Unzip. And I have the sense to recognize that I don't know how to let you go. Oh, God, honey. Oh, Monica, that is your favorite. We're not building a mystery anymore now, are we, baby? Um, The Oscars are, let's look at the calendar, two weeks away. Okay, so next Sunday is the Oscars. I know. Who's going to win? 
I don't know. I'm going to start doing episodes about who I think is going to win. You know, um, yeah. I love that I have the audience's participation on this. <laughs> Oscar, let's, let's, I, it's not that, here's the thing. I'm not going to, it's not that I don't like Bohemian Rhapsody. There were just a lot of problems with it that I found. You know, if Rami Malik wins, great. You know, I liked him on Mr. Robot. As Freddie Mercury, um, you know, that remains to be seen. Oh, here we go. Ooh, did you hear? They reinstated the four. Um, so the Oscars were originally not going to air um, four categories, and it really and it pissed me off. And I'm not a filmmaker yet; I'm a podcaster. Oscars reverse plan to announce winners during commercial breaks. Yeah, because they're not the Grammys. The Academy caused quite a backlash this past week when they revealed the four Oscar categories that would be announced during commercial breaks. Luminaries from other every corner of Hollywood came out against the decision, some even writing an open letter demanding the team behind the scenes change it before it was too late. Now with just over a little a week to go, they have. The Motion Picture Academy officially reversed their plans to have the four Oscars given out during commercial breaks late Friday. The categories in question here were cinematography, editing, makeup, and hairstyling, and live-action short. The first three categories brought out the heavyweights such as Quentin Tarantino, Martin Scorsese, Guillermo del Toro, and many others who declared that while all four categories were expendable, no one has ever made a movie without a camera or editing. The hair and makeup crowd aired their grievances too. No one really stood up for the live action short, but that may only be because that category has come under much backlash itself with detainment, a short about the murder of a two-year-old boy causing much controversy. As the parents of the dead child demanded it be removed from the race. Oh, it should. Oh, God. This is the first Oscar telecast since 1989 that has flown without a host. <laughs> the previous attempt was met with disaster and is considered by many to be the worst Oscar telecast in history. Oh, might be the second coming soon. This year, year's show has been plagued by problems from the start, and now it's trying to course correct, allowing all the categories to be announced live during the tele- actual show. The officers of the Academy Board Governors, uh, that's nice. <sighs> It's all about ratings, people. Here we go. The awardists. Oscar controversy. Final predictions. <sighs> hmm. Um. Okay. At the same rate, the race for best picture seems to be wide open. It's been in years with the contending, including the lush black and white drama Roma, superhero smash Black Panther, the controversial race drama uh, Green Book, and the crowd-pleasing ro- uh, romantic style is born. Um, the Oscars need to manscape. You know what I can't get over? Um, 
I was noticing this. People are getting hairier. And there's nothing wrong with hair. Nothing wrong with it. But have you noticed that? It's like, whoa. Are we like de-evolving or something? Because, you know, I'm, I'm of Native American descent. I don't have any chest hair whatsoever. I have hair in other places. <laughs> That's like Barth Brooks. I got friends in low places. That will give me a copyright star. I don't really give a shit about him, though. You know, I'm, I'm sure people like him. I don't. You know, um, he's standing outside the fire, you know. <laughs> Light a cigarette. I don't. Um, it's Saturday night, people. Wipe it up. Come on. It was a good day. It was a party day. I am wearing unicorn security. I went all out for my niece. I almost painted my face. I'm sure that would have freaked people out, but oh well. When I walked in with that shirt, they were like, oh. And then someone said, well, where's your post? I said, well, she's my post. I'm guarding her as I look at her. <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, she had fun. It was it was good. The food was good. You know, um, I got some mail today. I like getting mail. I've got my chakra candles. Um, those shots for for fitness so I can work out again because I need energy. I need it badly. I need energy like Bette Midler needs another number one. It's been decades. You know, I like Bette Midler. I like that she can use Twitter. She's very funny. People think that she's always about, you know, the wind beneath my wings. But no, she's very funny. Um, There's moments in Hocus Pocus that are so camp. And I, I, because I understand camp all too well, I got them. But other people are like, what's camp? Well, Google it. As if Google is going to solve all of our problems. Although Amazon is trying to, you know, it, when, once they, here's the thing with Amazon. And I use DoorDash to have my meals delivered when I'm at work. If they can compete with DoorDash, then heck, uh, you know, I don't know what else to say. Um, I was thinking about the Grammys you know who? What's sad is the, the the categories that don't get aired on television, such as the blues, because you know the blues gave birth to rock and roll. None of the rock categories were announced on air, which I thought that's a problem right there. No heavy metal. Um, they just announced the popular categories. Mm, okay. And yeah, country, you know, I, I, Casey Musgraves, I'll tell you something. She impressed me. She's a big, a big, um, friend of the LGBT. And I found this really great picture of her getting ready with these uh, two drag queens. So that's something you don't see Loretta Lynn doing. It's a, it's a beautiful moment. And the album, it's a beautiful album. You know, I'm listening to it as we, as we, uh, wind down. I'm not going to say speak because then I'll get in trouble because that's not my music. If I was a musician, I could be. Um, Yeah, you would hear it on the show. I'm just looking at different different things, you know. 
The Dr. Zeus podcast is brought to you by Saturday Night. It's always fun. I always try to just make things interesting. You know, and... Yeah. I try not to say, um... Because... I remember I had a a speech uh, there a speech uh, teacher whom I just adore, and she taught us not to say um, because you know when you say um, it just it backs everything up. It's like ooh, newsflash. <sighs> so it's one of those things, you know what I mean? I'm I'm just very thankful for the show that we've gotten to a year. And, um, yeah, it's, it's good tidings, good tidings we bring for, you know, what is this? Okay. It's like, you got to make sure it's not a bag of rocks. Huh? <laughs> So yeah, the Dr. Seuss podcast is brought to you by Saturday. I'm not going to give any cup of shut the, you know what, up. Because I feel we don't always need to do that. There's a time and a place for it. Or as Rage Against the Machine said, your anger is a gift. And it is when it's used constructively. So I want to give some shout outs to Saturday night. Sophie B. Hawkins, because damn... I wish she was my brother. No, I'm just kidding. Uh-huh. And, um, let's kick ass, people, you know. Dr. Zeus Podcast. Um, unpleasant dreams. Good night, friends. <laughs>